Yeah, I know, right? All right. Good Monday morning, everyone. So it's going to be hot and humid today where yes. I am. And I, you know, I'm all about the dry heat. I love that. That's what it was in San Antonio, and I love it. But when you get this moist heat and it's just like, oh, would you please rain? That's the heat. I'm just, no. Okay. But you guys are listening to Author Talk, and today it is just the three of us. Sandy Lawrence is joining us, filling in for Fern, but Russell here, I'm here, Sandy. So hey, guys, how was your guys' weekend? So before you guys tell me, I have some cool stories I have to share. So first of all, I had a water balloon fight with my kids yesterday, which was so much fun. I had those like water balloons that you just hook up to, you know, the spigot outside and it fills them and ties them. You ain't got to tie your hands. So then I was reminiscing about when I was little, we used to go to the school behind me and have water balloon fights with our neighbors and stuff. And it was so much fun. So I was doing that with my kids and planted flowers and all of this. But the most exciting thing that happened, and it's exciting now looking back on it, not so much that it's exciting. Wednesday, you guys know I take my dog to training. So let me show you what. That's a bad dog last week. I know. Let me show you what he looks like with his wall of shame. I mentioned it last week. So let me, I told you I'd post the photo. So let me just show you. So this is him and the wall of shame. Okay. <laughs> I, I got the DNA test back of what my dog is. And it turns out, and I know all of you guys are going to do it. Amy, you got to post it more than a millisecond. I'm sorry. Okay. I'll hold it up. Hold it up. Do better, please. More better, more better. Okay. So it turns out that my dog is primarily an American pit bull, which you wouldn't see looking at him. And (laughs) you don't see it. The other half is, you know, lab retriever and then great peonies. And so they're actually called pitadors, which I didn't realize. And so Josh said, because he's a great peonies. Also, we're just going to call him the great pitador. And so or you could name him monster because he's going to be a <laughs> giant, beautiful baby. Right? He is. Amy, how old is he? He is five months old and he is 40 pounds. So he's massive. Okay. Compared to my little 15 pound chihuahua. Okay. So here's the, you know, exciting part. That's not so much exciting. We went to training on, on Wednesday. He ended up being the only one in his class, okay? So it was like one-on-one training because, you know, we didn't have to have the wall of shame. Because he was bad and they just told you that? Because <laughs> he was so no. bad? No. So I come home, right? And he and my cats are having quarrels, okay? So let's just, we're, it's a work in progress, okay? He has some blue tick coonhound in him so he's trying to hunt my cats okay so it's a it's an adventure <laughs> here in my household so anyways i get him inside from being outside i go to get my black cat mowgli okay and i have a gate that goes to the wooded area and i go and i get him well my daughter wanted to know what i was doing so she opened the door and here comes bruno okay the dog that you see on the screen and i'm holding my cat okay and they don't get along And so the next thing I know, I have been mauled by my cat. My cat has sprinted. Oh, oh, God. Yeah, he has sprinted into the woods. That dog is like on his butt trying to get him. And it's like fixing to be dark outside. So that is, you know, sums up really how the end of my week going into my weekend really was. Is your Uh, neck still torn up? It's getting better. It's not, it's getting better. I don't see it. Yeah. Well, that's That's good. good. It's good that you don't see it, but it was one of those things where now they kind of have a mutual respect inside a little bit. He's not hunting him as bad, 
I just was the, you know, the. the Amy, slayer. that looks like evidence from a murder. <laughs> I knew, I knew you guys were gonna love that, it. That that looks like evidence from a murder. That looks like a picture you would see in evidence for a murder. Actually, I recognize that completely because David's arms are like that all the time because he's always trying to hold the dogs, and when yeah. they run away, they're not they're not cats. I can't imagine if it was cats, but they will jump <laughs> off of him and leap and they. Well, if you him. hold that Chihuahua by the neck, it's not going to jump. Till David start holding it by the neck. It was. It he was better so not crazy. hold my Chihuahua by the neck. No. Good morning, Greg. Yes, it's hey, Heidi Matter. Greg. Josh Payback. No, it wasn't Josh Payback. So but should we start calling you Scarface? I mean, you know, I'm not even gonna lie. It he Star like really got my Star ear. Net. Yeah. So like my ear was pretty cut up and like I didn't realize it. I just it like you know when you get that pain and you have to drop to your knees, you're just like, oh, I need a minute. I need okay. a minute, right? We'll call so, you Scarface. Oh, that works for me. So I had to do that. And then when I came inside, Josh came to, like, check on me. And that's when we, like, saw all of, like, the blood coming. And I was like, I got to get my dog. He's going to kill my cat. And it was a whole, like, thing. The dog wouldn't come to me. And he's brown, right? So he blends in with the woods behind my house. And so I had to use my other dog who... It's like this little Yorkie Chihuahua, okay? Like, he's a fox terrier Chihuahua mix. He goes and gets this big dog, and then he's like, yeah, right, let's go play. And then the dog comes home. And I'm over here, like, bleeding, trying to get this damn dog. So, it, you know, it was uh, it was. You fun. love your chaotic life, don't you? I guess. I, you know, I wouldn't change it. Hey, Bob. Cats are <laughs> That's a good idea, yes. Bob. Good morning, Raquel, James, Robert, Bob, May. Hey, good morning, everybody. So that was, you know, my end of the week going into the weekend. I ended up on a water balloon fight. But what did you guys do, do this weekend? Well, I was hoping to show you exactly what I did this weekend because I was outside earlier, but my signal wasn't strong enough. So I, um, I'm i spending two weeks with family. So I came to North Carolina last Monday and... Uh, from North Carolina, we drove down to Alabama on Wednesday, spent a couple of days with one of our cousins and his wife, and then came to the lake house. So we're here at the lake house now in Guntersville, Alabama. We are on Lake Guntersville, and it's the bass fishing capital of the world. Wow. And uh, my friend Brian Bearden, who is a bass fisherman, mm -hmm. is the one that first told me how um, well known this lake was is so anyway we're having a great time uh visiting yesterday we all got together and cooked a big meal for dinner last night we have cousins other cousins coming over today so we're here on vacation and i sounds like, an like awful i live vacation on vacation what you sounds say, like, like an awful vacation Cindy. too many people <laughs> uh, <laughs> little people little people that's why yeah, my husband too many people that's why my husband is not here Oh, oh so, okay. you know, I've always said David was a wise man. Well, he yeah. has his, he loves his sedentary lifestyle. I don't, I like traveling. I like seeing people, family, love family. So I like people to go home. <laughs> That's why we rent a lake out this nobody's house that we're all home. What is this word vacation? Greg, you're going to go on and go on one in September with your son. 
I think Greg's all Greg's conventions; those count as his vacations because oh, he man. loves those things. Yeah, Greg, so you much. have a great time at those shows. I do too, and I would be perfectly happy if that was what I was doing this week. They're so much fun. They are so much fun. Russell, what, what did you do? Well, I didn't get a Scarface. <laughs> well, then I, you're just not cool enough, okay? Are you doing your weekends right? You're not getting scarred up, man. What's and I didn't on? have to endure a bunch of cousins <laughs> from Alabama. Okay. okay. Uh, so uh, Thursday, uh, my editor and I finished the final copyright edit of my second book, Murder by Storm. You know, and they sent it to the. You. I don't believe you have a second book. And they sent it to the copywriter, and so it's done. I have been working on the final edits of the second edition of Murder for Me because they're going to reissue it with a whole new chapter. Actually, the best. The newest chapter in Murder for Me is actually the best chapter in the book because it's Where the is, it, is it the beginning of the book or the end of the book or the middle? It's Ooh. it's chapter five. It's the confrontation, the first confrontation between OC and Marilyn, the oh. antagonist and protagonist that wasn't in the book on the first edition. And Fern, in her brilliance, actually yelling at me when she did it, demanded that I write that chapter and not just assume it and put it in the book. So it's in the book and we're very excited. They come out in October. Uh, I expect the third book murder by trial to be out this time next year. I'm very nice. excited. I'm very wow. excited. So Let's that's my weekend. Go. I love it. That's exciting. I love it. So what are you going to do when your books come out? Do you have like promotions and stuff set in place? I'm going to use Amy because <laughs> she's going to launch my book because that's what she does. And I hope, and I actually, I plan on you being every bit as successful on the launch and relaunch of my three new upcoming books as mm -hmm. you were last week in Man. Wasn't what that cool? Did. Oh my gosh, that was so cool. So I'm not even going to lie. I mean, I've me and Sandy collectively together had made so many Amazon bestsellers, but it is the first Including time, me. Yes, but Including it's the me. first time I've ever gotten that banner. And that banner was just like that is so cool when you get that banner. Do you have oh a picture of the banner to show I us? Do, yes. Or were you not ready for anything but Scarface picture? You know what? I wasn't ready for anything but Scarface, but still I can show it because I'm just have it ready. Because okay. I'm not even going to lie. I look at that probably daily. I'm not even going to lie. But it right is here, a, the best is that, feeling, yeah. isn't it? It was just, it was the okay. coolest thing. It Amy, was the coolest thing. Sandy, Make it larger, explain Amy. what we're looking at, the banner you're looking at. Hold on. Okay, so this banner right here, let me zoom in for you guys. So it is number one new releases in the fatherhood topic or category for Kindle when her book came out. And it is a paid Kindle. It's not free. Um, and that was like the coolest thing ever. But it was, it stayed number one from the day that it came out on Saturday all the way through Monday until like Monday evening. And then it started kind of coming back down. 
But and, it, I, and I'm going to explain, Amy, or you explain. You don't put those on there. No. Those I wish there. I could put them on there, but no, Amazon does. And it's through the downloads and the category and everything like that. And, you know, then Amazon kind of starts promoting it. And so that was. But Amazon cool. doesn't promote it until you get way up there. Yeah. So you, you get there. You have to get their attention. I love it, Amy. Congratulations. So I am so, so, so proud of you. Well, congratulations to Linda because it was on Linda's book and it was a book that well deserved it. And it was just so exciting. And I'm just grateful that I got to be a part of it. And, you know, it was a little bit of redemption for me. I'm not going to lie because you know, you can do a, a free book and I know how to do that. But the two books that I have never, I've always, I guess, regretted are the ones that didn't make number one. And they were the 99 cent ones. And it was just, I had two that were like that. And they has haunted me, which is, you know, one of those things you wouldn't think that it would haunt you. You could just go on, you know, whatever you've created all of these bestsellers, but it, it did because those were the two that I was just like, man, what did I do wrong? And so this one for me was really all about like proving to myself that I could really do it and like redemption. And so it was, it was just such a nice feeling. I was at my nephew's third birthday and I was checking it every hour and I was, you know, tweaking things, doing all kinds of stuff. And so then when I saw that banner on there, I'm not even going to lie. I went running around. Okay. Like a chicken with his head cut off, high-fiving everybody because I was just like, this is like the coolest thing. And of course, no one really understood it. You know, my mom understood what was going on. And Josh was like, wow, that's really cool. You know, he doesn't fully understand everything that I do. So it was just amazing to like see. And I was so excited. And it just was, I mean, it was, it's the coolest feeling. And it's not even my book, but it's just the coolest feeling to like see But that it is your job. It yeah, is your it's, business. It's, and see, it's not a, to me, it's not a job though. I love doing this because it, it really is helping other authors and helping them get their story in the position that it should be in and things that they deserve because they've put their heart and soul into these things. And so it was, oh my gosh, you guys, it was just, I'm still like in awe about it. And it's been like a week. Okay. It's like, it was so much fun. It was, uh, I had okay. I have a question okay. and it's, it's so propitious that Sandy is on with us today because most of the subjects that we're going to discuss about, Sandy is very close and interrelated to all this. And, but my yeah. first question is, uh, how, what did you do to make this happen? And the reason Sandy's perfect for this is because uh, Sandy's done this for years too. So my question is, uh, and I know the people... People listen to us on the podcast. More people listen to us on the podcast now than yeah. even watch the show. Uh, they can see us on any of the channels. Uh, uh, we're rated on Good Pods in the top 10 still, you said, Amy. Yeah, isn't that cool? Like, we're just in the top 10. Like, that's just so exciting to do. And, like, I know, Russell, you mention it all the time. I know that I do, but we're just so grateful because – we just come on here and we, you know, we just talk as if no one's really listening to us. So it's, it's awesome. I love it. And you know, our audience is a lot of people that are authors, writers, mm -hmm. wannabes, working on it, dreaming of it. And so I bet these people that are listening on the podcast while they're driving home this afternoon want to know, tell me how you, how do you do that? So that's my question. How do you do that? How do well, you get 
How, what, how do you get you, her to number one? If I tell you, I have to kill you, okay? No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm not really, there, no one's going to be harmed in this podcast, okay? I promise. Um, you well, know, we don't know little... because we don't know if the dog and cat are going to fight I, in the room yet. Hey, it wasn't my dog that sliced me, man. It was my cat. Um, uh, you said cat too. I know. So, okay. So there's a lot of different things. A lot of it is timing and positioning it on a day that not everybody else is running a ton of promotions. And then you want to run your promotions on that day, if that makes sense. And by promotions, you really want to leverage different audiences, newsletters, different groups in order to do that, that are primarily based in what your readership is. So what your genre is, people that would like your book. Um, but we did all kinds of stuff. So I ran BookBub ads. I am currently running Amazon and Facebook ads. I promo stacked it and I used a bunch of different promotional sites for that. Um, and it wasn't, you know, things that some of them cost me $25 and I had one that cost me over $250. So it just depends on how stacked you want to do your promotions and how much money you're kind of willing to spend in order to make that happen. But I mean, I've had it. I've only used three promotional sites for some books that have been 99 cents and I didn't get number one, but I got in the top 10 or the top 15. Um, and I've only used one or two on a free book and I shoot up to number one. A lot of it is just timing and the date that you choose to release your book. If you're doing a new release or if you're doing a quarterly promotion, the day that you decide to run that promotion. Um, now, I'm not going to sit here and say that I can do that on a book that's $3.99. I've never tried that. So I'm not even going to say that I can guarantee you that. I honestly can't guarantee anything. It's just, it's a lot of fun. And I like researching and figuring out different sites. But I mean, the best, I guess, trick to it is you have to run some kind of promotion on your book. Right. Because if people don't know who you are, they don't know you as an author, you don't have a big followership to ask them to spend $3.99 on your book when we launch it is kind of hard when I don't know who you are. I don't know your story. I don't know anything like that. But free or 99 cents, it's kind of like, yeah, you know, I'll I'll pay the 99 cents. I'll test it out. I'll see if it really resonates with me. And if not, that's OK, because it's not costing me, you know, four to five dollars. You see what I'm saying? So it's all just timing and there's a lot of like statistics to it's it. also visibility i mean you've been able to get visibility yeah. for these and I, I think a lot of authors don't understand the importance of being an amazon bestseller and the marketing that that gives you that you can now put number one bestseller um, um logo yeah. thing on your book you can put it on your website you can put it on your facebook page you can put it everywhere and the fact that it is a bestseller at Amazon, Amazon has, I don't know how many millions of books. Mm -hmm. So for you to stand out as a bestseller in your category in that That's many good. books, it really means something. And it means other people are willing to say, okay, if the book is that good, then I'll pay 99 cents or I'll get it. And the, the free book is just so they'll buy your full size yeah. book for $20 yeah. or whatever it is. Well, I mean, I think a lot of it too, like this, the book that, you know, we're all talking about Linda's book, The Holding, it was an international 
bestseller number one new release because it released in Canada and here. And so, you know, it was number one new release here in the United States and she's from Canada. So that makes it an international bestseller, which is awesome. And you have the power to do that. But even, even if you get in the top 100 or the top 20, that still is something in my opinion to be really proud of because you are in the top of your category. You may not be number one, but you're still up there. Like when you look at, you know, uh, your ranking, when you're not running promotions and you're like 562 and then you run a promotion and you're like number 24, I would be damn proud of that because that's awesome to, you know, you're in the top 30, top 100. That's something to be, I mean, fun, like just be proud of, especially if it ends up being in the overall Kindle store where there is like, what is it? Like 3.3 million books or something like that in that category. Oh, within that category, yeah, that's true. That's in one category. That's not counting mm-hmm. the bazillions of books that are in other categories. And and a lot of times it's in a category I not really wouldn't really normally buy. Right. But for ninety nine cents or free, I'll go ahead and get it. And plenty of times I've looked at it and thought this would make a great gift for my husband or my son or somebody. Yeah. And I go buy the print book and have it shipped to them. So. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's the that's the coolest part of it. But the even more special part for me, and this whole banner thing of it, I know Russell, you have another question. I know. No, I'm laughing because I remember Sandy sending someone a book, and she charged it on my account. <laughs> and I was like, what the? <laughs> Hey, Russell, you were being very generous. Okay? I was so generous. You were being a I had player, access to my clients. And right, because we were we were it. buying advertisements on Amazon left and right. Oh my gosh, I love it. And but, he gave me his account so I could yeah. buy advertisements. And I oh, had no God. clue that I was still in it. So one day I bought a book and all of a sudden it came up and said, Thank you, Russell. And I'm like, oh my God. I remember that because I was in that group message and Russell was like, Sandy, you bought a book on my account again. He's like, oh crap. Like, yeah, it happened like three times. It, it was great. Three times, yes. I loved it. I loved it. You know, it. someday we, we need to have a show called Telling Sandy Secrets. Oh, oh my great. gosh. Because that we have so like many secrets. That has I to be an hour long special. And I can tell you, the people that have watched this show over time would love to know these secrets because they would fall out of their chair laughing. Because I, you know, I've always been very authentic and sharing my secrets. So, uh, yeah, Bob said you are so generous. That's, I get, I'm, I build people up. That's what I was so born to generous. do is build people up. You are You're a right, team Bob. player, Russell. No, but I think for me, the sweetest part of this whole getting the number one new release banner part is everything that I have learned is from this lady right here. And so I feel like getting the number one new releases was like a big milestone for me and for Amy, her. I was telling yeah. I was telling my family here yesterday, you have so far surpassed me. So okay, yeah, let's stop right there. Stop. <laughs> We're at the next place on the schedule. <laughs> and you guys so beautifully we have moved to that. Guys. So I was at the Atlanta Writers. Uh, club's independent writers conference this last weekend. It was great. Okay. It was great. Not this weekend, but the weekend before that. 
Were there hundreds of people there? Yeah, a couple hundred people. Wow. Everyone, everyone was there. Everyone was very open and excited and talking. I must have met uh, uh, Vacation Russell was at the conference, not Grumpy Russell. So I must have met 50 oh. or 60 people. I must have made 25 or 30 new friends. It was very exciting. It was a good conference, very I organized. I remember Vacation Russell. Yeah, I'm not there much, but when I am, I'm a nice guy. Yeah. So, so uh, it was a great conference. We actually had some people that watch our, or listen to our show on the podcast, and they had questions, and they had questions right. about you, and they had oh. questions about Fern. We'll okay. save Ferns for when she's here. Okay. But we do have, I had three different people ask me, and that is, how did Amy, what business really do you do, which we've kind of been talking about already, yeah. but how did you get started? And we're so lucky to have Sandy yeah. on the show to help you answer that question. So how did you get started in this business and what do you do? Man. Okay. So I do many things. I'm positioning myself as a book marketer. Start from the beginning though. How okay. did you get started? So, it's a, it's a really cool story. So I was in college. I think it was senior. I don't remember if it was, it wasn't my, I wasn't my senior year in college. It must've been my junior year. I was working at a learning facility. I was going to school and I was planning to get married. And a lady that was currently working for Sandy helping her with social media, I was helping her daughter at this learning facility. And she asked me if I liked doing social media. And I was like, yeah, you know, I was just doing it for fun. And she asked me if I wanted to learn how to do social media marketing. I was like, sure. So she started teaching me and she was man helping Sandy manage all of Sandy's accounts and client accounts and everything like that. And so she started kind of teaching me and giving me more and more. And then she started giving me some of her personal um, client accounts to kind of help out. And it went like that, I guess, for two years. And then when I moved to Houston and I met Sandy in person, I'd never met Sandy. I hadn't really talked to her. I would help her on web uh, webinars and stuff like that, but that was really it. Um, I don't know. Me and Sandy just really clicked. And Sandy is like, she to this day, she's like my grandmother. She's my kid's great grandmother is how I always introduce their, you know, grandma Sandy. And, you know, we, I started going to events with her. She kind of started giving me more and more responsibilities. And we started just having meetings and kind of brainstorming and collaborating together and whatever Sandy kind of wanted to happen, you know, using zoom and going live, I figured out how to do so we could do it and to take it off her plate. And so it kind of just evolved into where, you know, I was, <laughs> we always had the name where I was vice president of everything. Cause I would just, you know, if we, we would agree on something or she would go through it and I would get it, I would get it done. But we just started doing a lot of work together. And Russell, you know, Sandy had the perceptive PR company, which was all about publicity and, and marketing and stuff. And so she was doing uh, real estate, all kinds of different businesses and authors. And, you know, she had such a love for authors. She would always talk about these books that she was reading and this author that she met. And, you know, we had talked one day and I was like, well, why don't you just focus on authors? Like you love working with them. Why don't we just position you to only work with authors and any kind of author, you know, small press, indie, 
tradition, whatever, you know? And so she, she liked that idea and she started doing it and like her love for authors kind of just sunk into me. And so we started doing it and then you guys started author talk and it kind of evolved. And so I think it was a year after I had moved to Houston, I was still working with Sandy and I told her I wanted to start just a social media company kind of on the side to kind of help with it. And Abundantly Social came along. And so I was doing that and had Abundantly Social. And then fast forward to me moving to Brian and Sandy called me up one day. I think I want to say I was pregnant with Sky. Sandy called me up and she or texted me and she was like, hey, can we have a meeting? And I thought it was about, you know, some of the clients that we had were a little difficult. And so she wanted to just have like a powwow, you know, because we used to do those when either one of us would get overwhelmed. And she just decided to spring it on me. And she was like, Amy, I want to retire at the end of the year. And I'd like to leave you perceptive PR. Like, I know you, you could do it. And that was like the biggest compliment ever I think that Sandy could have ever given me I mean she used to tell me all the time how great I am she still does she still calls me you are just wonderful she still does all of those things but she wanted me to to take it over and I I did I wanted her legacy and everything that she had worked for to keep going I didn't want that to die just because she wanted to retire I wanted everything that she had built to keep going and her reputation to keep going. Cause she's such a staple, especially in the Houston community. She's such a staple. Everybody knows her. And so I kept that going and I, I merged it with abundantly social. And so instead of just doing social media marketing, we did, we switched it to PR and social media, you know, just all marketing kind of in general. And, um, Recently, you know, I've teamed up with another publicist, Mickey Mickelson of Creative Creative. Right. Ed. This is what Sandy was talking about. Yeah. You have you have accelerated Sandy now. What were you going to say before? Because I interrupted you so we could get the story up to here. Oh, Sandy. see, my mom's your biggest fan, Sandy. I know she is. Sandy's our him. hero. And Greg and, and your dad, too. I love your, I love your dad. Um, he came up, your mom and dad both came up for one of the um, Houston Writers Guild conferences. Yeah. And uh, he was working over the corner of the library or whatever, and your mom was helping out. We did an author talk featuring Vola. And um, so I love both of your parents. I love your whole family. Uh, your your husband is absolutely my hero. So um, I could think of when I when I realized okay my health is starting to get a little wobbly. I had fallen a couple of times and stuff going on, and I'm like, and, and my husband was like, you know, when when are you going to retire? My kids were bugging me. Everybody's bugging me. So I thought about it, prayed about it, thought about it, thought about it, and I'm like, you know. I don't want to sell this company. I don't want to go through the hassle of getting all that you would have to do. And also, you know, from a, as an attorney, from a legal standpoint, it's a lot that goes into selling a company. Didn't want to do that. Didn't want to just shut it down because we had clients. And so I'm like, you know, the person that does this job as well as, and even better than I do is Amy. So She's been, I had been her mentor kind of for all the years. And um, so to back up a little bit with her about the beginning of the story, my side of this, her starting to work for this person 
was I had this person helping me with social media and she was getting overwhelmed with my clients, her clients and all this, all that was going on. And she said, I have this college student who's helping me with some of my social media and, and doing the thing with her daughter. Do you mind if I have her do some of your social media? I'm like, no, as long as you keep an eye on her and make sure, you know, you just got to make sure no typos and stuff. And she said, I'll, I'll, I'll manage it. So, okay. Um, Michelle was her name. Mm -hmm. And uh, I haven't heard from Michelle in several years now. But thank you, Michelle, wherever you are, if you're listening to this, thank you for introducing me to Amy because Amy started doing the work and then gradually I started working directly with Amy. And then the whole thing just exploded when she moved to Houston. Because mm -hmm. after she moved there and we could talk and share, I mean, I've always had all these ideas, like we're going to start this membership group. We're going to do all this stuff. But I didn't know how to do that. I knew how to write the content for it. I knew this, but the technology. And every time I hired somebody to do the technology, you know, they do the beginnings and then you got to figure out. And I was like, oh my mm -hmm. gosh, it was just so overwhelming to me. But Amy could do all of that. And so I remember the one year um, my family was going to the Dominican Republic. Oh, and, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, and at the last minute, I mean, like three or four days before the trip, yeah. my husband sides. I don't want to go to the Dominican Republic. I'm like, what? We've already paid. We planned. We're packing. Because I don't want to go. I'm like, okay, well, we're going to have a wasted ticket already paid for then. And I mentioned it. I think it was on Author Talk that I mentioned it. Anyway, I, I think so, it yeah. When we were in a group together, and Amy goes, I'll go. And I'm like, what an idea. It's already paid for. Um, Amy could go. We could work. And now it could be a write-off. There you go. So, um, <laughs> so we did. And we really literally did work in that yeah. room. All these ideas that I had, I would just start sharing, sharing. And she's writing them down. She's helping me. And uh, it, it, we got so much done. But I really love that Amy has always been able to take my ideas and just run with them. And then now that she's got, she's coming up with the ideas herself, which she always did then, um, but mine kind of overshadowed hers at that time. And now she just takes everything and runs with it. I am so, so, so proud of you. And I do feel like Amy's my granddaughter yeah. and her birthday is just a couple of weeks from my oldest granddaughter. So I kind of think of both of them at the same time. But Amy, you have done an amazing, amazing job. I love how you work with clients. And I love, as you were talking about Mickey, I love how you are very inclusive of other people that do similar things to you because together we can make a big difference for authors. And so thank you for taking my love for authors and running with it. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't want your, all your hard work that you had done to to die off. But I mean, I think, you know, like I said, you know, working with, with Mickey, who also does publicity, right. And has different connections and contacts than I do was just a benefit for my clients and for me, right. Because then they can get the more exposure that they're wanting and I don't have those connections or relationships to build on. And it's kind of one of those where, you know, I could see it where, being in publicity, you're competitive with other publicists, right? You are competing. And I, I don't, I don't know. I don't, maybe I'm not competitive in that arena, but it just seems to be 
better to work together and it would benefit all clients, his and mine, than just trying to do it all on your own. Cause that gets overwhelming. I mean, I have young children. I like to spend some time with them, you know? So it was good to do that. And I mean, now I'm more positioning towards things that I love. Not that I don't love publicity and pitching people. It's more, I love the book promotion and the adrenaline and the stress and the fun of booking a book promotion and watching that number go up. And if it's not going up, what the hell do I need to do to get that number to go up like now? You know, I love that. And I feed off of that. And it's a strong suit for me. And so it made more sense to collaborate with people that like different avenues that I'm not strong in, because then it's beneficial for everybody and not just for them. Right. So I just see it more as a collaborative effort and an, an expansion which is more kind of what I'm gearing towards. But what I do now, I still do social media. I'll still do publicity. I still do all of that. I enjoy book marketing and book promotion and book launches. So I like to call myself somewhat of a book launch expert just because I love looking it up and researching it and I will find new things and new opportunities. Um, But that's more currently what I position myself as. I hope that answers your question. Russell, it was a really long answer. I'm sorry. Well, that was kind of the point was this wasn't really the kind of question I could ask when we had a guest because the the real point of our show is to uh, introduce new authors or authors with new books, let the audience get to know them as a person a little bit, let them get to know about the book a little bit and get to know about their lives a little bit. So we really usually don't have time to answer some more, some of these more complex questions, but yeah. it was serendipitous that uh, just right after I get three of the same question from three <laughs> different fans about you, that yeah. here I have you and Sandy and no guests consume our time. Yeah, no. And if, if any of them are listening or if you have more questions or you want you want my bio, okay, I'm more than welcome to tell you. I'll email it, whatever. But you guys, anybody can reach out to me, send me a Facebook message or whatever. I'm an open book. I, on, Oddly enough, I learned that from Sandy because Sandy was so like authentic and an open book with everybody. And that just is how I am. And Which I, is part of the jokes that we are <laughs> for the Sandy show to tell <laughs> people what an open ticket. We need to book that. It's going to be an hour. I've always thing. shared the things that were, didn't go wrong as much as the ones that did go wrong. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's part of it. I can tell you, and we will give this one a taste is that Amy and I sometimes would conspire behind your back (laughs) on what and when we would tell you things because you were such an open book. It was like, should we tell her now or should we wait till next week? Oh, let's wait. You always would say that on live. Don't tell Sandy. Don't tell Sandy. Don't tell Sandy. Not that we kept it a secret from you, but because we knew it was like putting it in a commercial on TV. (laughs) That's true. That's the perfect way to phrase it, a commercial on TV, which isn't, that's not a bad thing. Like it's not, 
a bad thing. No, we love that. Sandy. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I don't know. I just learned that. So, I mean, you guys, if anyone has any more questions or you want to learn more or whatever, I'm an open book. You can contact me in any avenue that you want. I will answer you. I can't guarantee I'm going to answer you right back if you send me an email. Because right, because she doesn't hard. even answer me right back. When I, I text you. I text you, Russell. Half the time. <laughs> half the time. I know, half the time. Half the time I do. But, you know, to be fair, though, my family has a group message and I do read them. I just forget to respond half the time. Just things are a little chaotic at my house at the moment. So it's better to Facebook message me or something because then I it'll remind me to contact you back. But I mean, I am an open book. Any channel that you want to communicate with me on, I am more than happy to answer questions, put you on author talk, get you in touch with people that can help you if I'm not a good fit. So I am very much open in all realms, I guess. So, yeah. Can you believe, Russell, can you believe that I am pretty confident that this actually is our sixth year doing author talk? Because I believe last year was our fifth. And it was the three of us. And let me tell, let me end with telling everyone a conspiracy that Sandy and I had against you the first year of the show. That's why you got to do that. Why you got to conspire against me? I'm always conspiring. I believe in conspiracy because that's a part of manipulation, right? Okay. Okay. I remember when we started the show, you were behind the camera. Sandy and I was in front of the camera and we, you would not, you would not not get get in front of the show. No. So you wouldn't do it. No. And, to be blunt, Cindy and I, we love to talk and we think we are the funniest people, but <laughs> we also are the funniest mm, people. Hey, you have we, your moments. You we, have your moments. We needed, we needed more. And <laughs> okay. we both were big fans of Amy and believers in Amy. And finally, uh, I my first attempt to crack the shell that was Amy saying no, she wouldn't be on the show, is let's get Amy to uh, start the show. And you still start the show the same way. (laughs) And I was like, listen, Amy, would you start the show? And okay, she finally (laughs) agreed. And so she started starting the show after a while. (laughs) Then my next suggestion was, hey, Amy, why don't you do a little bit every week about social media. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah, and well, you could you could do something on your different. Wow. Okay, and then it just <laughs> before long you were always in front, and then it was off. And yeah. and now you know, and and based on that, she would she would never just keep on going. She would start the show and then she'd be quiet for a while. But now I watch the shows that she's on and the book launches that she does and all that. And again, and I'm sorry, I'm just repeating myself, but Amy has exploded in what she does and how she does it and has just become. So if I could say anything and make this a little tiny bit of a commercial for Amy, (laughs) if you have a book coming out and you want to make sure you get a successful book launch, you need to contact Amy. And she said, just re- you can reach her on social media. You can reach her however. She's not hard to find, believe me. But um, yeah. she does an amazing, amazing job. And I cannot have wished or wanted or paid for 
a better ending to my story of the uh, book marketing company. No. Love you. Amy, what's happening tonight? So tonight, so as of last Monday, us here in Texas had some really bad storms that came through. It knocked my power out after author talk and it knocked a lot of Houston's out. So we actually didn't get to talk about social media part two, which is content and what you should be posting. So tonight, that is what we're talking about. And let me just tell you, you need to have a notebook and a pen handy because we are going to go through a lot of different options, a lot of things that you should be doing. I have done a lot of research on what a lot of popular authors are doing and the content that they're creating, and we're going to mimic it to benefit you. So that's what we're going to be talking about tonight in the membership group. If you want to be a part of it, you want the recording, whatever, you guys know how to get in touch with me. I will make sure that you get it so that way you can watch it. But to kind of sign off on an exciting note that I haven't really done a whole lot of sharing on because it's still kind of an aha thing for me. And believe it or not, you guys, I still get nervous every time I go live, okay? I still have to pep talk myself, okay? Like, I'm not even going to lie. It's a pep talk kind of moment. But I recently got invited to be part of the top 10 most innovative women doing business for the year of 2022. And I graciously accepted it. So there is an article out there about me. If you really want to know more information, it is all in this article, my biggest successes and my failures, because we all have them. So I will be posting that. Make sure you check it out. Just if you want to learn something more about me. I don't really talk a whole lot about myself. It's not my except today, except for today, which you guys have to understand that this has been the most awkward conversation I've ever had. I I struggle with people telling me compliments. It's very difficult for me and awkward for me. So it has just been a really rough show for me, believe it or not. If you can, me too. It's been terrible. I think it's been fun. So, so difficult. Tried to be a team player and look what's happened six years later. But you guys, we hope that everybody has a fantastic Monday, a great week. And hey, it is currently May. Can you guys believe? Like, I feel like half this year has already gone by pretty much. So until then, you guys have a fantastic week and we will catch you all next Monday. Bye, everybody.